In this week's episode, we are going to discuss a lesson from second graders, a powerful lesson that will surely impact your life. Stay tuned to episode 29 on Reinventing Thyself podcast. We all have situations, experiences, and moments in our life when we know deep at our core we have to do something different. We have to pivot. And regardless of how big or small that pivot is, it requires us to change something in our life. And that change can feel really uncomfortable. However, it is that change that is creating something entirely new. And it is that newness that creates a very different way of life in one area or multiple areas of our life. What's this all about? It is all about reinventing, reinventing thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I'd like to welcome you to Reinventing Thyself. I am so glad that you joined me today because it is here that we'll move beyond our old self, our old identity, and that trailer of garbage from the past that we like to pull into the future, but really need to ditch that hitch. It is here that we'll move into that place of reinvention and embracing the newness of it all. Are you ready to step into reinventing thyself? Because guess what? It is never too late and your time is now. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to this week's episode, episode 29, a lesson in focus from a second grade classroom. My name is Michelle Shutter, your host. I am a life and leadership coach, and I want to acknowledge you for carving some time out of your day to invest in yourself because this is priceless. When you can invest in yourself and acquire something that shifts your life in some way, up levels your life, allows you to reinvent yourself so that you can pursue whatever's in your heart, that expansiveness that is ready to come out, that is dedication. That is commitment to you. So again, I want to acknowledge you for being here today. You know, a lot of people ask, you know, what exactly is like reinventing thyself? Well, we do this actually on a daily basis, only the problem is a lot of times we reinvent ourselves in the wrong way, in that we think that we can step into a space wanting something new and being that exact same person to get to that new result. It doesn't work that way. We have to reinvent thyself. So in this podcast and the whole process of reinvention is all about leaning into that pivot, leaning into that change, embracing the change, and really diving deep into the, the lessons learned that come about the change so that you can move not only boldly, but bravely through that new beginning and beyond. And one of the best ways to do that is to find and fully access your greatness in the gap. And that gap is that space between where you are and where you wanna go. So today on the podcast, I thought, you know, we can use a lesson from second graders to really support this whole space of reinventing thyself and really fully accessing our greatness. And I was a second grade teacher for many years. I've been out of the classroom for probably almost seven years now. But when I taught second grade, and many teachers do this at many grade levels, you begin the year creating rules, right? And, and um, typically what 
behavior expectations that you have for the kids. A lot of times teachers will do that with the kids and develop it with the kids. And one year I decided, you know what? We're gonna do this in a different way. We're gonna create rules based on what we want. But I didn't tell them that. It was, okay, let's create some rules. And it was, you know, don't push, don't run, um, don't be rude, don't spit, you know, all, all this stuff. And so then I would start and take one of those rules and be like, okay, what should you do? And it was like dead silent. Don't run. What should you do? It was almost like they could not flip the switch to think of something different. So they always wanted to lean into that space of don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. But when they were asked, what should you do? They couldn't quite get it. It took them a little bit of time. And so I would encourage them, okay, well, if you shouldn't run, what should you do? And then it was finally the opposite, right? Like, okay, yeah, I should walk. And, and so we would cover that. And what I came to realize is from a very early age, we've really been, our focus has been trained on what we shouldn't do. And we allow all of our attention to focus on what we shouldn't do. And so when we're focused on what we shouldn't do, perhaps there are times where we get more of what we shouldn't do because we're focusing on what we shouldn't do. And when I think about that as an adult, we have a tendency again to focus on what we don't want instead of what we do want. You know, today I was in the store um, grabbing some cards and, and you know, a, a two coworkers were there working and it was, you know, yeah, how's it going? Oh, I can't complain. Well, okay, you, you can't complain. So are you focusing on things that you can potentially just complain about? Right? Like our thoughts are so powerful. And yet we go through this time period of many times being on autopilot and not being conscious and aware of what our thoughts are. So I want to really support you in um, a framework that could allow you to shift your focus and really support you in this and being more aware of what your thoughts are. Now, the one thing you have to start with is you have to identify what you don't want. And that's gonna be easy, right? Um, let, let's use wellness. Like, um, I don't want to be overweight anymore. Okay, we can use that. Um, I, I don't wanna carry around these extra pounds, whatever it is. So then what do you want? And if you're always targeting like a specific um, amount, I would invite you to really expand that a little bit more. So yes, it'd be you know great to release some weight. However, what if it was more of like, I wanna feel vibrant in my body. I want to um, be radiant again. I want to um, fully live and feel good in my body. Right, so maybe even take that a little step further. Now, when you have that, when you've identified what you want and what you don't want, you really need to tap into why you want it. 
why do you want it? And, um, you know, why do you want it? Well, mm, I just want to get healthier. Mm, okay, put that back into a why. Why do you want to get healthier? Because I already have some medical conditions that are starting to weigh on me. Okay, why do you want to move past these medical conditions? Okay, do you see how I'm starting to pull the layers back? And so when you get to that, that final why, I want you to tap into the feeling of it. And that feeling, yes, may stir you a little bit, but that feeling should not necessarily feel bad. That feeling should feel good. And you know that it's the right, um, the right layer because feeling good means that you're really connecting back to your true self. You're really connecting to that place of you that is, is whole and really wants you to go back into that space. If it doesn't feel good to you, either it's the wrong goal or, or something to work towards, it's the wrong thought to have, or you just haven't pulled back the layers enough, okay? So when you have that, you take what you want and we're going to put it into a circle. Now, I'm going to just describe this to you. It's called a focus wheel um, developed with um, Abraham and Esther Hicks. Um, so that focus wheel, you take a small circle in the middle of your paper and, and write what you want in that. And then you do a larger circle around it and you kind of divide that larger circle into um, different equal sections. So I even though like to think of it even as a sun without that extra big circle and I'll tell you why in a second. So you have that center circle and then you're drawing lines like the rays of a sun off from that center circle. Now, when you put that want in the center of the circle, like I want to feel vibrant and radiant and I just want to feel good in my body. I want to feel healthy in my body. That is going to feel like it is not anywhere near you. And it like almost takes this wheel and starts to spin it really fast. Like you can't even stop it, right? Because it just doesn't seem possible. Now, the way though that you want to slow this wheel is you want to think of a time, connect back to a time where you have felt good, where you were vibrant. And you can think, you know, even if it's back to childhood or your high school years or early adult, wh wherever you are in life, there was a time where you felt this. And the reason why I know that exists is because if you've, if you, it wouldn't come up if you hadn't felt it, right? Because your, your true self is longing to get back to that, okay? So think of that time where um, perhaps it was, you know, I wore this beautiful dress and I felt just vibrant in it. Put that down as a thought. Put that on one of the rays. Put that in one of the sections because that is going to slow that wheel down enough where you're like, oh my gosh, I have done this in my life, but I altered my focus. My focus went to something else that didn't support me and I lost vision of it. I was focused on what I couldn't have versus what I did have. 
So if you could do a couple thoughts or a couple situations where that has already happened to you, that will support you. Now, as you go along, then it's filling in other thoughts of um, what, what other thoughts that will support that main thought. Like um, I am creating healthy meals for myself. I am um, walking, you know, 20 minutes a day, three times a week. Uh, again, like all those different thoughts that are going to begin to support you. Now, I like to think of it as a sun because if you take all those rays on your paper and even cut it out like a sun and you fold it down, all those thoughts are supporting that main thought. And you can't go with that main thought by just one or two things, right? You really have to build that whole foundation. And that whole foundation now goes back to your focus. It's not what you don't want to happen that you're putting on those rays. It's what you do want to happen, because that is where your focus is. That's where your energy is. That is going to connect you just back to that higher vibrational level that will be aligned with what you want. So when I think back to those second graders, they were challenged by trying to think about what they should do. They were so focused on what they shouldn't do that they it almost like couldn't they couldn't even fathom it. So, is this going to take some work on your part? Is this going to take some some practice to change your focus? Absolutely. Don't put this expectation on yourself that you're going to accomplish this in a day or two. Because if you're doing that, you're setting yourself up for failure. And then you need to look into, my gosh, why am I setting myself up for failure? Am I repeating this pattern over and over again? Hmm, interesting, right? Really take some time and allow yourself some space, some grace. Use this visual to visit it over and over and over again. What feeling is coming out of this new focus wheel. Again, if it doesn't feel good to you, you need to go back and revisit that. You need to go back and look at, hmm, where's my focus? Am I focused on more what is not happening versus what is happening in, in, in a good sense of, of that potential that is there? Now, you might think, my gosh, this, it, it seems so simple, right? But mm, simple isn't always easy. It's going to take dedication. It's going to take commitment. This is something that we are absolutely going to work on together in the Life Coaching Classroom. The Life Coaching Classroom is going to be a space for you to, to test drive life coaching. Like how awesome is that? How awesome is it to know that you could take a month to test drive to see what life coaching is all about, and if you like it, you can stay. If not, no problem. Like, how great is that? 
If you would like more information on that, you're going to want to get your name on the wait list because we will be opening the doors. That website is lifecoachingclassroom.com. You can head on over there, enter your information, and you'll be put on the wait list so that you'll be first to know. So is there a lesson to be learned from second graders? Absolutely. That lesson is really creating awareness around where is our focus. Because if we want change, yes, we need to lean into the pivot. Yes, we need to embrace that change. Yes, we have to embrace the life lessons and take all the goodness, the good, what we consider good or bad that is coming out of that to really support our growth. However, we can't be that same person. We have to reinvent thyself. And when we do that, that's what allows us to move boldly and bravely through these new beginnings and beyond. That allows us to find our greatness at a whole new expansive level when we're in this space of where we are and where we want to go. Because we cannot be that exact same person stepping into the gap and getting our end result. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So that's what I have for you today. I hope that you found this as a a tool to support you, support your growth in a way that, again, will create expansiveness for you, that will support you in reinventing yourself. And again, if you're looking for information about life coaching, you're going to want to look at the life coaching classroom where you can absolutely take a test drive of that. And again, that website is lifecoachingclassroom.com. Until next time. Well, what are you waiting for? Whether you've pivoted and are unsure, or you're on the verge of pivoting, there is no better time than now for you to begin. Want to know why? Because if it wasn't the right time, the pivot wouldn't have shown up. And to get you started, I've got three shortcuts to reinventing thyself. Just head on over to www.reinventingthyself.com and you can download it there. And don't forget to message me with the shortcut that resonates with you the most. One last thing, I know you and I are not the only ones that have leaned into the pivot. Be sure to share this with others so they can be supported too. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me and sharing this message. Until next time.